Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Hello. Good day to you. Yes. I know. You've had a, you've had to have a nap, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yes, I have. It was like five minutes before we were supposed to do this and producer Megan's like, she's on message. She's like, this is your five minute countdown. I'm just making sure you're awake. <laughs> uh, but life's like that, isn't it? You get these five minute oh. countdowns when you're really not ready and really not feeling it. Uh, yeah, so I suppose there's, there's always some kind of five-minute countdown that you could do without, Kelly, isn't oh, there? Oh, God, yeah, all the time. It was a stress nap, you know, when you're so stressed that if you don't go to sleep, you're going to explode. Like, you literally, you, uh, you can't stay awake any longer. You just need to shut down and shut off. That's what that nap mm. was, which is... We are working with Kuka over the whole series and showing you the difference a Kuka tap can make to your home life. Later in the show, we'll be talking all about how having a Kuka tap in the home can help us stop wasting as much electricity and helping mums be more energy efficient. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Yeah, oh, yuck, you know. First day of the school holidays for me with the kids. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. you have two and a half weeks into it, so I'm well, You're yeah, a pro- so we're well... Oh. <laughs> well adjusted. Oh no, well if it's the first day you're going to have to have a stress nap. Oh yeah, I've been all over the place today trying to get things done. Well, I went to see my I took the kids to see my nan. It was really hard work today. And um and at the same time as like taking them, we stopped off at a little place where my mum's where we put my mum's ashes and where my granddad's family come from and we went for a big walk around this place which is beautiful in Rutland and I went and took them to the church where my granddad's family are buried. It sounds morbid, but it wasn't. It was really nice. And they were really loving it and asking loads of questions. And we're having this lovely time. And as as this is going on, I'm having messages and emails and people phoning me for work at the same time as this. And and that that's hard, isn't it? And the multitasking get to the point where your head's like, no, no, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then you've got I've got my 90-year-old nan. Um, oh my god we got home and I just said to them right we'll all get some food you get a movie on and I thought that's it I'm gonna have to nap yeah it is it's tricky I think I think sometimes it'd just be fantastic if we felt that we could just leave our mobile phones you know in in the in the car if we're doing something to do with the kids and family and just be in the moment because it's so distracting and it's so annoying because you might have decided you know that you're going to have the day off with your kids and just enjoy all those lovely things like you say going up to Rutland and everything but if you've got your phone with you you're taking work with you aren't you that's the that's the problem yeah. you know and you, you feel are. like you can't. and it's really hard you can't do that yeah and mm. so you've got this subconscious kind of 
grind all the time. I think, you know, you don't, you literally do not switch off, especially in the school holidays, because you really are having to think of so many other things. It's like little satellites, isn't it? Just pinging up here, there and everywhere in your head. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's time for everyone to find a coping mechanism, I suppose. And sleep's a great one because you go to sleep, just switch off and everyone will have to sort it out without you. Yeah. And you and I just, I, I'm very lucky. Ava, bless her, she, my daughter, she's nine. She's such a good girl. And she's in the kitchen and she, I said, I've got to go and lie on my bed for for half an hour. And she says, fine, mum, don't worry, I've got it. You know, I've got this. It's all, it's all yeah. right. I mean, she's, yeah. she's great. She's more together than me. <laughs> well, good days, bad days, you know. But, uh, you know, the the good thing is you've pulled it together and it's amazing how, you know, you can just pull out all the stops when you have to, even if it's temporarily, and then you just kind of crash and burn. Don't you? And, and you know what? So my... uh, my PT, she has at the weekend, she has no phone day, she calls it. And she doesn't go near a phone. She doesn't touch a phone. She sits in her garden and she loves it. She talks about it. I'm just out of my garden. She's building this pond. She's like, I have the most amazing days. I don't care if people think I'm boring. I don't touch, I don't see anything on my shirt. You've got to start building in a no phone day because mm. it changes your life. But unfortunately, it's for me right now, I can't, you know, and if it's work, then it's work, and and I have to deal with it at the moment. I can't <laughs> until I get my holiday abroad. I'm stuck with <laughs> juggling everything. I think. Well, you have to promise yourself when you have that allocated time. You know, when you do go away, that you literally do turn the phone off. You know, and forget about it. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, there are various things to deal with, I suppose. So, what's the idea with the holidays and the kids? Then, what are you thinking? Well, it's changed quite a bit for me. So I'm working quite a bit now. So I'm having to juggle the childcare as well. That's quite difficult, isn't it, when that happens? Mm. Um, Because I don't have anything, anybody on tap, really. So I've got a really good friend called Ruth, who's amazing, who loves our podcast and listens every week. Hello, Ruth. Oh, yeah, she'll love that. She's hanging on in there, Ruth. (laughs) She's a diamond and she's like family to me and I'd be lost without her. So she often has the kids after school if I can't get back from work to get them or whatever, she's there. So next week they're going partly to their nan and granddad's, Chris's mum and dad's, um, for the night or two. And then she is taking, then Ruth's taking them to, they're going to dance camp for a couple of days, a summer camp. So she's doing that, taking them and dropping them off because uh, I'm doing seven days in a row. So um, that's that week. And then the rest I haven't quite planned yet. Oh, that's that's all right. I keep telling people, no, about tomorrow, the rest will follow. There you go. Maybe you should have a quote book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Oh, that's so true, isn't it? Because our holiday isn't, our family holidays isn't until the end of the summer holiday so we've got that which is quite nice because I think we've got that to look forward to so we keep all saying to each other but we've got that to look forward to but yeah so it's all a bit up in the air where I'm gonna be for them Mm. 
uh, and and how I'm going to do it. I've promised David Lily a couple of girly shopping days, just me and her. He's doing a bit of forest school with some of his mates. Oh, I love the idea there. There's quite a few school little sort of like groups like that that run these sort of bushcraft, isn't it? Bushcraft sort of courses. I think that's a, I mean, you know, back in the day, back in the 70s, you know, I've just basically shoved out in the back garden with a with a spoon and a jar and some mud, you know, but now it's a bushcraft, you know, of course you could go on. They make fires and, oh, they've got hammocks in the middle of woods and do like toast marshmallows. They build things. They make um, amazing things. And yeah, it's, it's great, isn't it? I mean, you know, I was like you though. We were just given a bike. You've got a bike. Off you go. We used to pedal for miles when I was Ava's age. And Imagine you have a Fitbit then. I know. I know. God, I won't let her go down the road without me. I mean, she don't go anywhere. So I wonder if our holidays just seemed much more endless and sort of relaxed and, um, you know, as opposed to sort of now where everything, you know, we can't help ourselves, but we feel like we have to have a schedule and a routine for the kids and make sure they're occupied most of the time. It probably makes their holidays go so much quicker and they're all a bit more regimented in some ways, aren't they? They are. I think what happens is we get overwhelmed and feel like we have to pack it and book loads of things and go everywhere. Yeah. What I realised today when I was walking them around the reservoir, as we call it, we go to see mum, their nanny, and um, they say they love that and they love being there. It's really a really beautiful, tranquil place. And they're so happy there, happier than I could ever get them if I paid to take them <laughs> to somewhere. Do you know... Do you know what yeah. I mean by that? And then we go to a coffee shop afterwards and get a... And I, it's, and I realised today it's the simple things. I don't need to be overloading and booking them in everything. You know, I've got to book them in some things because I'm not here. But, you know, you can just let go sometimes, just going for a walk somewhere really beautiful. They'll love it. Absolutely. I totally agree. You know, I think we set ourselves up for a big fall. You know, we set the stall out and, you know, it's not necessarily the right one, Mm. you know. And I think it is because we pressure ourselves so much as usual. We love making ourselves feel guilty. And I thought, when does it end? You know, what is like, oh my gosh, the ultimate summer holiday where you're going to slap yourself on the back and say, yeah, that was perfect for them. The kids were just occupied 24-7, you know, top quality entertainment all the way. Um, And really, I I think we might just look back and think, gosh, maybe we have to think about what how how we because I look back and I loved my summer holidays but you know I, n- I never think oh gosh I was bored or oh gosh I was left to it or I was neglected I just thought well you know I've got time just time slow time yeah uh so you know maybe it's something that our mum should think about and our dad's yeah, absolutely, because it didn't do us any harm, did it? You know, I'm the same, I'm with you. There was big groups of us, you know, and we went and mm. found things to do. And, you know, we'd go to stream. Like snogging behind, yeah, snogging behind the bike shed. Yeah, if you had a little, like, weird, yeah, little romance, like, like you yeah. only just, like, pecked each other and shit, the whole summer holiday 
could be taken up by thinking about a boy. Yeah, well, You're absolutely. Not Isn't that weird? My nana was on about my first, like, my childhood love today. She was on about him when I got there. And I was thinking about that, the things that him and I used to do. We used to bunk off school and, you know, we used to go to the, mm. to the River Welland and sit there and throw sticks in and talk. I mean, you just, and have a cheeky snog. But all those, they were so innocent times but you didn't you're right you didn't have parents that were like constantly going we're going to do this this and this and it's going to cost that that and that and we've got to go there there and Mm. there it just didn't exist it couldn't and Mm. you know I think it was better oh I do I do so we've talked ourselves out of arranging all these expensive well-organized summer holidays now everyone we've justified the fact that the kids can just get mucky in a stream have a quick have a quick snog around the back of the bike shed. Obviously, what we don't see, we don't worry about. Um, and uh, yeah, we just need to take it easy. Otherwise, we're we're not going to survive these summer holidays. No. I saw a really interesting post, you know, the lovely Susie Redding, who's been on this podcast before, a psychologist and author. And she wrote, a, a she posted something the other week about, you know, if you're feeling it before they break up for the holiday and you're, you've got this anxiety, don't, don't worry. She was like, a lot of it as well is to do with the fact that we were all in lockdown So actually, now for a lot of us, we're out there now and we've got our freedom back. And then the summer holidays feels like a bit like going back to that as well. Limited choices. And she went, it's a bit, so there's a lot of things going on. So she said, you just got to take care of you and be gentle on yourself. We have to tell each other that as mums, don't we? Because like you say, we love to beat ourselves up and, and feel bad when we're doing a bloody great job, you know. They're all they're all alive and thriving. The hot mess mums, Kelly Peg with Jenny Powell. So uh, I've got something to share with you over these holidays. It's, uh, I don't know if anybody else has, has has been suffering with this at all, but I seem to be getting a a bit of emotional blackmail coming into practice with uh, Pollyanna. I've had to oh, put I know it what's out coming. there. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, I go love away. This. Oh yeah. So I went away. Uh, and I left her older sister to kind of help out looking after her and her older sister got drunk lies on the bed and starts saying I think you should get a hamster yeah the older sister that doesn't live here most of the time so now I have a whole tirade of uh, various little um, please mummy can I have a hamster type Um, what can I say Uh, what are they they're sort of like a well, she keeps it like, oh, okay. So we were playing Scrabble last night and I said, right, you put the board out and you get the letters out and the little thing. I'm just going to go upstairs. I'll come back down and then we'll play. And uh, I went upstairs, picked up my phone and she she got all the little letters out, all the little tiles and she'd put, mum, can I have a hamster? And then she sent it to me on WhatsApp. Yeah. She's done a presentation with slides. I love her. She's so smart. Seven, eight minutes, yeah, about the reasons why, the benefits of having a hamster, the um, who would look after the hamster if we did go on holiday, um, why she's much older now and how, you know, it's good for, and it means she'll be off her gadgets. Oh, she knows what she's doing. Um, yeah, so there's just a whole stream of these um, these kind of very coercive, very, very convincing manipulative yeah (laughs) actions that uh, I'm trying to cope with as we speak so are you gonna let her have one 
I've done a poll on Instagram. <laughs> Are you waiting? You're letting the public decide. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let you know. I see uh, at the moment, I'll tell you, the uh, votes aren't, aren't completely in. But as we speak, and this is in all honesty, I can tell you now that so far the public have decided on... Let's have a look. She'll be listening now as well because she keeps asking me. 78% of people say, yeah, shit. I'm kind of with them because I think it's great for kids to learn those life skills about looking after things that are alive (laughs) and that need looking after. Um, And so for those reasons, and, you know, she'd have to obviously clean the cage out and and so she'd be, it'd be responsibilities for her. And you could say, if you don't do it, then I'll just take it back to the pet shop. So you better kind of thing. And um, yeah, I mean, from a responsibility point of view, um, and also Jenny, they don't last very long. She put that in one of her, in the presentation. <laughs> so oh, she did. Me. She went, and by the way, they only last about two years. So it's not a permanent yeah. thing, really. It's not a lifelong Anyway, it's been most amusing. It really has, actually. And I, th- I thank you for that. Polly will be very, very pleased that you've taken her side. Well, um, not necessarily. And we'll but... see. Well, I've got a stuffy, but I've got a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. I know. What about that? It, yeah, don't let it run out when else is about, because I don't know what, what would happen. Because <laughs> it depends, what? doesn't it, what Elsie thought it was, if she thought it was like a little bull. Well, I used, to have, I used to have a gerbil, a gerbil called Jerby, funnily enough. And uh, I used to let gerbil run around, and then once someone rang on the doorbell, I jumped up, oh, and no. yeah, that was the end of gerby. So I have quite bad memories oh. about my petage. Well, we used to have a hamster at school, and and we used to look after it. Like different weekends, I used to send it home, you know. But obviously, there was various different hamsters because sometimes they didn't make it back. <laughs> I think they've got the lifespan of a goldfish, haven't they? Certain households, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, talking hamsters, I just thought it was quite interesting because already it's all started, you know, and whether it be, I don't know, somebody wants to go to a sleepover and you don't approve of them or uh, they want that new football kit or they want to go somewhere, you know, that you're not that keen on for a day or two. Uh, Yeah, all the uh, emotional manipulation, all the the emotional blackmail will begin as of now, mums and dads. (laughs) Oh, I think, yeah, she'll be all right, though. She's responsible, Polly, I think. Let her her try it and see how she gets on. I would. And just see. All right. All right. Thanks for that. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the other thing I I noticed, you know, I've just been noticing stuff and thinking, oh, I've got to share this with the hot mess mums. It's eyelashes. I mean, I love my eyelashes, as you well know, Kelly. But, I mean... uh, some of the girls, I think it's because they're so young. I, I feel like we've just been inundated. It's like llamas everywhere. Oh, really? Is it getting on? Oh, God. See, mine, mine are getting a... My lady's just gone away for a fortnight. So I'm going to let mine come out naturally. And then I'm going to... Yeah, they'll start yeah, sticking in different uh, directions. When the wind though, blows, and like east, feel North, east, um, south, west. So I'm going to let them breathe for a bit and then have them done just before I go away. Because you get addicted to it. But I think it's okay when you're older because, like, mm. you know, m- mine are thin now and they're not like they were when I was younger. But when I was younger, I wouldn't have had them because I had great lashes. I mean, my kids have got great lashes. The kids have great lashes, don't they? I know, but loads of, girl, loads of kids I've seen, they're, like, quite young. And, like, yeah, I was like, wow. 
It looks a bit, and then and then um, Molly was telling me some kids now they have like fake tan. What's all? What's all that about? No. I don't approve. No, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I had a friend um, in Manchester. She's a really. She was a makeup artist. She was amazing, and she used to say to me um, that during prom time they all used to come in. And bear in mind they're only fifteen, and they come in, and the ones that came in and said. Mm. I want to look like Kim Kardashian. Can you contour my face so it looks different to what it is? She would turn around to their mum and she'd say, I'm really oh, sorry. No. I- I'm not going to do your daughter's makeup because I only do it to just enhance, give them mm. a bit more confidence. She went, but I'm not interested in contouring a 15-year-old's face to make them look like they're someone they're not. It's not, on, I- I'm a mum and I don't agree with it. And she said she lost quite a few. I remember her telling me that, quite a few clients because of it. But she said, it's against what I believe in. You know, and I thought that was really brave because mm. it's sad at that age, isn't it, really? Yeah. It's really tricky, you know, and I think, you know, if you do that at that age, what are you going to do next? You know, where does it end? So it was quite, it was just happened to be because I, I, I drove past and this girl, she must have been about, I don't know, 13 and she had these massive <laughs> lashes <laughs> on. Like they were massive. Yeah, you know, when you're like, you nearly, I nearly swerved <laughs> off the road because I was like gawping. I love a gawp, though. I do love a gawp. Oh. I was at this festival this um, not long ago, and it's just great for people oh, watching because at festivals as well, yeah, they just everyone just like lets it all go, don't they? They they they're not too. You, you're it's almost like I think the mentality of a festival is you have to let you know the self consciousness go, you know, because yeah. there isn't you know yeah you haven't got the facilities. Um, to really keep on on top of things if you're that kind that that way minded so it was just great because there were some real sights and I loved it I, I like a good gulp do you I do though I don't know where to look sometimes Chris my husband loves people watching like when we first started dating if we sat outside I remember being in Brighton with him and we were sat outside this bar and he'd be like watching everyone I'm like what are you doing he's like I just love people watching and he'd be like look at that look at that person over there you know and I just thought oh god I can't I can't look at them I can't do it <laughs> but my problem is I always look at women and Martin goes Jenny you look at women more than I do. And I always look at women's bottoms. I'm obsessed because I haven't really got, a, uh, my glutes are rubbish. And so I'm always sussing. I thought, gosh, she's got, a, she's got great glutes, that girl, you know. And really for a girlfriend to do that with his boyfriend, with a boyfriend next to her, I think it's like, I'm just a, you know, it's heavenly. I'm just a perfect girlfriend. Because I'm like, Martin, look at, look at that look at her bum it's amazing and he's like Jenny you're actually encouraging me to look at other women's buttocks do you know what you're doing uh yeah but a good gawp I'd love to hear from our hot mess mums if there's any yeah what you like gawping at and where you gawp it's a great word gawp as well I gawp at men I'm just gonna put it out there I'm afraid I can appreciate really attractive women and I think it's always really nice if you're that kind of woman where you look at other women and you're like oh she's so beautiful or she's this or I often say see women in the mm. gym and if we start talking I'll be like I love your whatever or your arms are amazing or you know I'm a big yeah. believer in that and I think you know oh so you do your arms are amazing and I do yeah, your arse is amazing see arms. together we were yeah. in the gym but I think it's lovely to pay other women a compliment and pay it forward and I do believe in that you know but um if I'm out mm. then I'm probably looking at men to be fair <laughs> probably having a a good old gut going whoa yes he's all right isn't he <laughs> 
It's probably the difference of our ages. That's why I'm too I'm too tired. <laughs> but um, no, I think. <laughs> Uh, I was after that oh. festival. Oh my gosh. I haven't done, I don't know how many people have done festivals this year. Do you do festivals? Um, I was like family I was ones working or... one on Saturday and I wish I could have done all weekend. Right. It was a, a smaller one than what you were at, but it was brilliant. And um, it was absolutely incredible. And I loved it. And I wish I could have gone Sunday as well, but I couldn't because it was Ava's birthday and stuff. And so it was difficult. But um. I love that, but then that's on my doorstep. That's at home in Nottingham, so it was easy for me. I'd love to do Glastonbury, but only if I could um, get one of those really posh teepees where you have an ensuite and a bar and you're not in the mud with everyone because I don't like the idea of portaloos and I'm a bit OCD. Yeah, and, and I was in like a glamping bit because uh, I was working there so I was in the sort of like glampy bit and uh, I, it was really it was rocking it was a family one as well you know and I, I, I took Martin and then I was like oh Connie Polly would love it here Polly would love it so I had this huge bell head had double bed two single beds I phoned Polly up Polly it's a three-dayer come down it's up you get your wristband you got it all going on you're in the VIP glamping bit you're gonna love it. Got two beds. Bring a friend. Response. Uh, oh, it's all a bit loud, Mum. You know what I'm like. Uh, I tell you what. Can you just send me a? Can you just send me a picture of what the toilets are like and the showers, and I'll make my mind up. What have I created? She's it's my kind same. of girl. Did she bother coming? I don't know. No. She's my. She's my kind of girl. Honestly, that's exactly what I'm like. Can you just go for the day and come back? I don't want to be using other people's facilities. <laughs> We're working with Kuka throughout this series. Kuka taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Their Flex, Fusion and Nordic taps look great in any kitchen and are safe to use with little ones running around. Having a Kuka tap in your kitchen gives you quick and easy access to boiling water. Plus, they're kind to the environment, not only using the exact amount of water needed. Oh, sorry. Plus, they're kind to the environment, only using the exact amount of water needed every time. Kuka taps use less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle every time hot water is needed. The whole tank is heated by using just 10 watts of electricity. Wow. Well, the Kuka tap reduces water and power waste and saves busy mums like us time when making our morning cup of coffee and cooking the kids tea. To learn more about Kuka, visit their website, kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. But it's another great idea because I, I did think, you know, that because, you know, everything stopped for a while and everyone's kind of catching up, there is, you know, that there, there, there are festivals going on all around this summer. I mean, I was looking and there's just every weekend there's something groovy going on. And I was just thinking that's another great way of, um, you know, just getting the kids out and about. Um, they really have like ramped it up as well. Um, and the whole sort of like family festival feel is definitely back. So if anyone is a, is sort of like deliberating and wondering, maybe, you know, they can't go on a full blown, you know, two weeks away or they've just got, you know, a few days to themselves and they can't go abroad, I would definitely say take a look at what, what's going on with uh, with some family festivals because I think there's some cool ones yeah, out definitely. there. But check yeah. the toilets first. <laughs> I yeah. think um, it's lovely. You know, like when you've got the, um, 
to do that now after everything obviously we've not been able to uh, do anything but also the atmosphere that's created what I saw at the weekend was like all these different musicians and music you had like M People and Craig David and Happy Mondays and then we had all these amazing local artists as well which was incredible and it was just full of different generations of people and there were people with really young kids and there were teenagers and and I thought that there was something really special about that and the atmosphere was amazing um but I think I do I think they're really popular for families now and I think more and more festivals are becoming that way that having that focus because you're crossing generations aren't you it shouldn't just be for one age you know no yeah, I remember once I actually went to the original, the, the, the Festival of Festivals, Glastonbury aside, which has to be Woodstock. Oh, wow. And I was up in the mountains in, in the Catskills, which is uh, uh, sort of north of New York City. Uh, and that's the original Woodstock, if anyone's uh, of my age. But I think even if you're not, you, you know that Woodstock was in the 60s was like the hippie a place where you would go for the most incredible festivals. And, um, yeah, it'd be lovely if we could have our very own Woodstock, you know, over here in the UK. I think Glastonbury is quite, it's quite a full-on, isn't it? It's not so, you know, Woodstock was about, you know, really being a hippie. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I quite fancy Coachella, you know, over in California. I've always really, if you're ever up for that, Jen, because Chris wouldn't be. I mean, Chris doesn't leave the house anymore. So I need a partner in crime. He doesn't. Um, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. Shove a couple of bell tents in your where you live. It'd be sorted. You got you got loads of room. Can't get a celebrity guest list though, can I? I might <laughs> That's the thing. But I would love Coachella. Mm. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so maybe we should have a little bucket list of um, festivals for next year. Um, and then, yeah, like I say, if anybody's looking, I, th- I think a lot of festivals, they've got, they've still got room. You're still availability and it's definitely... I sound like I've like sp- been sponsored by festivals.co.uk. I haven't. It's just having just been to one um, and just seeing all the families that are around, it, it looked like a really, really good place to start for the holes anyway if you can get them to go Hmm. yeah yeah (laughs) you can get them out the house (laughs) yeah and then for other mums uh of my age group anyway graduations there's lots of that going on um mm. yeah so uh, we we were looking about uh looking so I said oh what are you what are you gonna wear uh she have to rent them they're about all this... All the gown the, and the, the cap and everything you mean. Is it a tabard? The, yeah. Yeah, I think it's about... To buy one, 300 quid or something. So they all rent them. But <laughs> Connie's just found out, well, I did it, but 45 quid, but it's literally for three hours for the graduation, and then you have to give it back. No. It's not a bad rate, that, is it? We're in the wrong yes. business, Kelly. <laughs> But, um, yeah, the graduation thing's very interesting prospect, yeah. Yeah, because you can only choose as well. You either get, like, two or three um, who can come and come watch you graduate. And that's quite tricky, isn't it, for students to have to then decide who those people are going to be? I suppose it's because there's so many of them, isn't it, I guess, at the time. So I'm not going. Yeah, that is tricky. You're joking. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> stay. Got she you want there. you there. You did. I was like, what the hell? What's going on? Don't do that. 
course you bloody yeah, hell you but... two are so close yeah so that's that's going to be interesting but that's something i know it's in the distant future for you kelly and so for some of our young mums but it comes it, it creeps up on you let me tell you and i've been looking yeah. at all these sort of pictures of various people i know and they're sort of proudly standing there and uh, as for their children's graduation uh, but it's nice i think to um to have these traditions because it's like a tradition isn't it it's like a you know, yes. it's something I hope that never goes. Because you always think, oh, eventually they'll just get rid of that because they'll be like, I don't know, it's too much organisation or it's too expensive or, you know, they can't, you know, they can't have that many people in one all together in one day or something. But I do hope that that always stays. So festivals and graduation and emotional bribery have been my theme for this one. <laughs> Amazing. I'm I'm loving it. Would you know, Chris will be get graduating before Ava Lily. So his will be. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. His will be next year. So he's yeah, he's doing a his second masters. Um, so he's got one more year left. So we'll be going hopefully to watch him in his cap and gown. Um, I don't know how he does it all, but he does. I but do yeah, not masters. Is like wow, and that's his second. Is that the second it's one? Second. So he's on- yeah, he's already he's done a degree and a masters. And now he's doing one in business. Um, studies and um, yeah so he's got one more year and then we'll be going to watch him graduate so he'll be he'll be 55 then <laughs> oh how lovely how the, yeah it just flips around gosh I wouldn't know I don't know I don't know with my brain fog you know I just would not oh, be I able couldn't. to do anything no no way no yeah. chance I can't but... sit still no. like that you know he sits still and doing essays and things and then he's like do you want to come and read it I could do with your help and I think god you're tapping up the wrong person love I'm sorry <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing I'll ju- you just I read it it's great <laughs> yeah you just scan <laughs> through it don't you pretend that's what happens yeah. to me and Marty he goes you didn't even read that did you like, no no I did I did I did did I and then he starts to ask me questions because he knows I haven't <laughs> You know when you think, yeah, but don't ask me questions because you know that I know yeah. that you know that I haven't read it. So you don't have, don't push it and ask me questions. Let's just like it's an unsaid, yeah. You ask me to read it, oh. I say yes, even though I can't be bothered, and you go, oh, oh, thank you, and that's it, end of. You know there are certain the unsaids. We, yeah, the lies we tell each other all like daily. That's the thing, isn't it? When you're you will get through the day. Yeah, really. you will get through the yeah. day. Otherwise, would you? Would you? I wouldn't get through anything. I wouldn't get through my marriage. You don't think if yeah. I told the truth all the time. <laughs> and then I had a classic. I was going for a like a one-off walk, which never happens with Martin. He was like, oh, I could tell we've been together a while. And I'm like, what? What have I done now? That's the other thing I keep saying. What have I done now? That's not good, is it? Because <laughs> it's so regular. Oh, what have I done now? Uh, and he went... <laughs> You haven't got a clue, have you? Right. No, just tell me what I've done so I could just quickly apologise and we could just move on. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went, my hair. And I went, what about your hair? Well, I've, I've the clippers on. I went to the, I went and had it done, but, you know, shorter, it's a number one. And I went, yeah, great. I mean, and I'm like, what? Do I really have to tell you every time you've had your hair done, you know, that it looks great or that I've noticed? And he went, but you didn't notice, did you? And I was like, did when you go high pitch like that they know that you haven't i went yeah i did 
But you don't notice things when you've been together a long time. I have this issue with this whole thing. You know, he says things, I'm like, we've been together for 14 years. People get lesser prison sentences for murder. Like, I'm not being funny. It's a long time. So you don't always, like, pick up on everything, do you? You just, you can't. You can't. You get in that place where you don't. But I think men are quite sensitive to all that stuff, you know. I think they sort of, I don't know. And maybe we are bad. Maybe we should um, pick up on more. And I don't know. It's just like, oh, well, whatever. We've been together forever. Do I have to say that? It's just more work. It's more work. Yeah, it's more effort. <laughs> and hence, we come back to how we began, which was you had to go to sleep today. <laughs> See, we've gone full circle one way or another. Oh, I love it. Oh, dear. I think there's lots of nuggets in there, lots of gems that we've, you know, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we've spread the love. We're, yeah, it's the way, we, you know, yeah. and these things just, we, we pick up on in the day and then we have to share. Um, so I know that you probably want to get back to bed <laughs> on your own for a sleep. No one there. No. Oh, God, absolutely not. Oh, afternoon sex. What's that? I'm sorry, that doesn't happen in my life anymore. No, just naps, just lovely naps. And if I could have my bed to myself all the time, I think I would, you know. Chris says, I go to bed at nine. He doesn't come up till 11. And he said, when he comes up to bed, I'm like this. I'm starfished across the bed and he has to like roll me over. And he's like, what's that about? Like, do you just forget that I share the bed with you? And I think I just can want the bed to myself. <laughs> I don't want to share it anymore. Uh, I do know a few couples who like don't always sleep in the same bedroom. Yeah, I do. We, but we don't. We do sleep together, but we yeah, sleep but, together. But yeah, there are you know, and then some of the week they do, and some of the week they don't. Um, but um, I have a trouble getting into our bed just because with a dog. <laughs> Does she share it with you? Oh, oh my god yeah and do you know what she does she jumps up and she just she actually comes straight in between me she's absolutely she's in love with martin she actually is in love not as in a you're my master and i'm your obedient hound she's in love with him and uh, oh, so she just but... she just muscles away in between us and uh looks at me <laughs> as if i'm a piece of shit and uh, she just slowly, <laughs> slowly just like like buffs herself up and I'm hanging on the end of the bed. I am not joking. In fact, the next time it happens, it be imminent, I will take a picture for you and I'll put it on for Hot Mess Mums. Right then. I think we've put the world to rights, haven't we? Do you feel better? I do, yeah. You've, always, you've really cheered me up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel revitalised. Well, that's what I'm here for. Um, and hopefully uh, all us hot most mums out there, if, um, you know, they're, they're going to go and book a festival, buy a couple of gerbils or hamsters just to please the I was kids. I going to say, go on, yeah. you've got to go get a hamster now. Yeah. Um, if you want to sleep in another room, sleep in another room. Um, and, uh, yeah, just think about the school holidays as not like a chore, but something where they can just be sometimes. Thanks to Kuka for sponsoring this episode. Their taps are great for saving energy as well as time whilst keeping little ones away from boiling water. Stay tuned. Towards the end of the series, we'll be giving away one of these amazing time-saving taps to one lucky mum. 
For more information, visit cougar.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Yay.